Hello and welcome, everyone. We're back again to talk sports with you. So much sports. Big sports stuff happening as we speak. It's been a crazy day. I'm Jason. This is Paul. How's it going, guys? And this is Ben. What's up, everybody? And we've got all sorts of stuff. We've got NFL news to talk. We've got hockey and basketball playoffs and draft. So much stuff. But first, let's talk about what we watched last week. Wally, what would you watch last week? So I was watching uh, this uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, uh, Toronto Maple Leaf series. Uh, Tampa took game one. Uh, Toronto was able to take take game two and three. They play tonight. Uh, later on, uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, let's let's get to you guys quick, and then we're gonna start with some hockey talk. So, Jay, uh, Jason, what were you watching? I watched that game two Lakers Grizzlies because I wanted to see if John Morant didn't play, how the Lakers would respond. Which Lakers team were we gonna get? And Ja didn't play, and we got the Lakers team we saw all season. So of course the Lakers couldn't win that game. But <laughs> fast forward, they go down to Memphis and win game three. So they're still up two one in the series. Lakers are looking pretty good outside of the one game I was really watching to see how well they play. <laughs> so, so that's what I watched. Ben, what did you catch this last week? I was watching that <clears throat> first, uh, the series of the Bucks and Heat first round here. Uh, it's been kind of dismal, unfortunately, for the Bucks. I mean, they had a good game, game two, tied the record for. Most threes in a playoff game with 25, which was phenomenal without Giannis. So, um, but then uh, didn't look good game three. So they're playing tonight, game four. So I'll be watching that as well. And uh, they need to win, and Giannis is back. So hopefully that uh, that happens. So yeah, uh, everything's kind of in the middle of everything right now. Uh, baseball briefly, Brewers are doing great uh they lost two out of three uh this weekend but seven and three road trip yeah so uh nothing to complain about there off to a great start uh but again baseball season is very early we'll have plenty of time to talk about uh baseball I want to start with uh hockey and again very brief because in my mind, I just imagine every hockey series is going to go to seven games. Just just the way the games are played, the way the season is set up. Uh, Boston lost game two, came back and won game three. Uh, Toronto won the last two, uh, playing tonight. Uh Every basically every series is very even right now. Um, 
Ben, start with you. Um, is again briefly into this Stanley Cup playoffs. Is there anything that's stood out to you that surprised you or anything like that, or is it just this is how hockey playoffs go? I mean, yeah, it's just I think kind of how they go. I mean, once they get there, yeah, like you said, I do feel like every series can go pretty much seven games. Um, and just, you know, I think just having Toronto win two more, two games out of these three now has been good for them because, you know, I know that's, that's been a huge concern. Like they have to win this year type of thing because there's no excuses <laughs> anymore. Um, I thought, you know, uh, Boston, uh, only going one, one to start it off was kind of interesting too. Um, but again, I, Boston, I feel like are still going to win it all. Um, but at the same time, it's, I feel like they're not going to, they're still have to play seven games to get out of that, you know, uh, or close to it. So yeah, I, I, I kind of like the hockey's like that. And I can I also like too, that's like basically every night, you know, like, it's not like the bucks, which I don't know why they had a Sunday game and a Wednesday game, you know, like that's a big, a big different or a big gap between those two games. Uh, when like hockey's playing like every day, you know, <laughs> every day they're playing. So I kind of like that too. That it's just like they go out there and and play every day. And like I said, it's just you never know who's the clear cut winner. So you're gonna watch a lot of hockey, and most of them are gonna go the seven games. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, I mean that's just the way it's been. I mean, and that's great. People love game seven hockey. Everybody loves that shit. So why not? This is the this is what they wanted when hockey was going through all those troubles before with the money because nobody was watching, and they went bankrupt. Their teams were going bankrupt, and they had to like you know, you remember the shortened season? What was it like? Fuck Christ! It was like what fifteen years ago now or something like that. Two thousand four or five. Ah, twenty like years that. ago. Yeah. God, ew, we're old. But like. They made all those rule changes, and now this is what hockey is. This is, and it's awesome. You get all the hockey; it's great, and you get teams called the Kraken making the playoffs and winning playoff <laughs> <Yarr>. games. <laughs> it's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then transpose that you have classics like the Oilers and the Devils, the Islanders with that ugly ass blue orange color combo. Oh, hockey's so yeah, aesthetically it's pleasing. <laughs> it's just great. Yeah, it. Again, Bring back Patrick Waugh. I bet he can still do some <laughs> do some things. He's probably running the Zamboni there, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I, might as well. I'm here already." All right. <laughs> again, we're early in the season, and uh, this is just where we are i mean this is what makes the hockey playoffs a so unpredictable and b so much fun because one goal can change a series and well it's, it and is it's what close, it is and that's i think another thing like it's closer to that you know that weird like if you know because we're not really soccer guys right but you know soccer guys, Correct. and if you've ever watched a sh- like a so- a game with one of those dudes, 
they like when stuff gets close, they're like, oh my god, it's getting on. Ah! And they're like, oh, what a terrible cross. Oh, like that's because the scoring is so low. You know, I know hockey's not such a low scoring thing anymore. You get, you know, you see seven goals here and there, but like, that's the uh, there's that intensity of every one goal can change everything like that's the other major sports even baseball with their one point at a time thing it doesn't work that way because of the the timing of innings and the cadence of the game like it's like the closest to that soccer intensity hockey is without actually being soccer <laughs> <laughs> It was that with that whole one goal can change anything kind of good great great way to put it jason i yeah i mean it's it's well, thanks, the stanley Paul. cup playoffs it's there's a reason why it's so great is just because of that fact i mean one goal you you a hot goaltender a hot scorer it's it's just awesome to watch. I mm-hmm. I love it. Anyway, so uh, every every series is basically even at this point. Uh, well, Carolina series, and Boston are really with the three. Carolina and Boston are, yeah, a little bit of an edge, but uh, we shall see there. Uh, moving on to the. NBA, uh, big news for tonight. It looks like Giannis is going to play tonight, which is a really good thing for the Bucks because they're down 2-1 to this Heat team that I did not, I don't know if I expressed it enough when we talked about it. I did not want to see this Heat team Oh, that was everybody was saying that. Like of all those teams, of all the teams in that play-in pool, that was everybody was. Uh, you, you, all the Bucks fans are like, I do not want to play the Heat. Pass. Yep. Yeah. No <laughs> so, J- Jason, I guess get us started. Uh, well, and anywhere you want to go here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's now. It's Milwaukee has to win a game in Miami. And the sooner the better. If they can get this win tonight, that takes a huge weight off their shoulders because now they're back to home court advantage. They just need to win their home games, and they're they're fine. They're rolling into playing New York next week. But, <laughs> you know, assuming things don't change down there. But... If they... Yeah, if they don't win tonight and they're forced to try to win game six like uh, i don't know man it, it gets really sketchy after that i i still think the bucks have the better chance of winning even if it goes down to a game six or you know elimination game at game six or seven but they really really need to win this and now that uh somebody else on the heat went oh uh oladipo's out Oladipo's out for the yeah. year. Yeah. So they the Bucks should win the next three games, honestly. And let Jimmy Butler score like 40 points and just 
let it, you know, just let him score his 40 points and shut down the rest of the team and take your take your time, move on, get ready for that Nick that Knicks team that looks really, really good right now. So that's where I'm feeling. Ben, I know you talked about it a little bit with the game you watched over the weekend, but where are you at on the series as a whole? Yeah, um, I mean, I think – I think game one. So for me, we've had six minutes Giannis in this whole thing. So to me, they haven't played the Bucks really yet. And the fact that game two we won so convincingly, um, you know, I thought was another sign that the Heat got lucky game one. They looked really good on game three. We had a lot of turnovers too, which you know helped them. And and it was at home. So I think Giannis coming back. They'll win honestly the next three, and we'll move on against the the red hot Knicks. But um, it's a yeah. I just think getting honest back in there is obviously going to be the deciding factor. I mean, you don't have your star, um, and not having your star and coming out game two like they did. <clears throat> um, I think not with Giannis, even if he's somewhat limited, which probably not. He's probably going one hundred ten percent because it's Giannis. Uh, I think they'll get back on track tonight and not look back. So. We'll see though. Gotta play those games. So mm-hmm. we'll find out find out it starts in about I don't know, ten, fifteen minutes here. So tune in. Yeah, I I I think I agree with both of you guys. I think they they've gotta win tonight. If they win tonight, I think they're gonna take the next three. If they somehow struggle tonight I think that's a really bad sign but I expect them to win tonight I expect expect them to win game five at home and I expect them to close it out game six but uh going to uh the what uh we'll start, stay with the east actually for a minute uh Boston uh, lost game three, but I don't think they're going to have any trouble closing out uh, this Hawks team. Uh, yeah. The Sixers are probably going to sweep this Nets team. Didn't they do that already? They yeah. they did do that already. Thank yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, this... Uh, Cavaliers, I just don't think they have the power to Not anymore. Uh, do anything about this next team. I think the wet, the, the East is pretty much going to say stay paper at this point. I mean, yeah, the Cavs are the four team, but four or five, it, it is what it is. The, the interest is in the West. Uh, Denver uh, lost last night, but I still think they're going to win that series pretty convincingly. Uh, the, the two series I'm looking at are the Clippers and Suns. Again, there's some health issues there. And then the Warriors took two at home against this upstart Kings team. 
I guess J- Jason, let's start there. Who has the advantage in this Kings Warriors series? From well, it's, your, it's still from Sacramento. It's still Sacramento because mm-hmm. Golden State can't win outside of Oakland. So it's still Sacramento. <clears throat> Until Golden State wins a game, it's just like, the, I mean, this is how these NBA series go. It's like, it literally breaks down to that because of how this disparity on some of these teams where they just can't win on the road. You can't win a playoff series unless you're the one number one seed. You can't win a playoff series if you can't win on the road. And that's going to be it right now. I mean, unless we go in the next, you know, what was it tomorrow night? To Golden State goes and wins? Yeah. No, it'd be uh, Wednesday night. If Golden State goes and wins, then Golden State goes and wins, hey, then we're having a completely different conversation. But right now, I mean, everything's going the way you kind of expected it to. I, uh, well, I guess not exactly. I sort of expected Sacramento to win one of those games, <laughs> in, uh, you know, in well, Oakland. But, you know, they're young. They get elbowed in the face and kicked in the ground sometimes. So we'll see. Yeah. Ben, where do you see this? Still the Kings, no question. I mean, literally, they get, they, they shouldn't. They, Warriors shouldn't have won that game last night, honestly. So, I mean, they just squeaked by. That was a huge mistake trying to call timeout at the end of that game. Did you see that? The yes, they foul. did. Yep. That could have. That, they should have lost the game because of that, but they got, they got super lucky. So, I don't know. I still think it's for sure in Sacramento's, you know, court. I mean, they're going to go. I think game five is going to be by the the Kings. Game six by the war. It's going to go probably all seven now, but I still feel like the Kings are going to come out on top because the Warriors just can't win. And again, who knows what Draymond you're going to get? Well, didn't he get a technical 10 seconds in playing yesterday? He came off the bench. He started off the bench, but. Yeah, yeah, technical 10, tech, 10 seconds into the game or something like that. So, like, you just don't know. Like, he might be, not be able to play one of these games because of that. So, um, well, I still think that, it's the Kings, but just going to be seven a, games. If he gets a second one, I think he's he automatically run, misses I think a game. He's done for the playoffs if he gets <sighs> a second one. Yeah, I don't know. It's nuts. So, that's always a huge factor now because he is a loose cannon. I mean, he, he does his antics never change. So, you're thinking he's going to get the technical not before you're going to think he's not going to get a technical. So, oh, just that that's a big factor too. But I still think if it's going to go seven games, I think it is, they're going to win. Uh, Kings are going to win. Keep that rolling. Um, I, I really I t- can't believe the, sorry, I was just going to say real quick, the Embiid Harden ball shots in that game. And just mm. that. So Harden got kicked out for basically kind of making a basketball move into someone's groin. And Joel Embiid basically uh, kicked someone in the groin. I don't know. I thought I can't believe one got kicked out and the other one didn't. Yeah, yeah. It should have been both gone. <laughs> it's just as very dirty on both mm. both ends. I felt like, but I just was like, I thought I thought that was going to play simply a role that maybe one of them was going to get suspend, you know, suspended because it was a dirty thing. But Joel Embiid didn't even get kicked out of the game, which I thought was unbelievable. Since I've never seen so many groin shots you know in the mm. last week than i've seen like in a long time it's just been nuts it's been like <laughs> holy crap i mean didn't i think dylan brooks just hit games in it like i 
I, I was just going to say, like Brooks, I was like, had one last, Brooks had one last night, too, and he didn't get suspended for it. Yeah. But I mean, do you guys remember how many? Like, <laughs> I can't believe it's been nuts. So <laughs> I just hope that's not going to be now the repeating thing in the game. So people are just going for the family jewels, but we'll move on. Don't need to talk about that anymore than we did. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the other series uh, out west that I'm looking at is this uh, uh, Clippers uh, Sun series. To to me, I think the Suns took the upper hand advantage. Kawhi Leonard might be legitimate, legitimately injured. We don't know that. But given his given his history, where do you see this? Ben, I, I guess I'll start with you. History of what? Injuries with Kawhi Leonard? Just, just his injuries, just the, the load management not playing. I mean, he, I mean again, he did come back from an ACL. I understand this year was a little, there was a lot of load management, a lot of this, you know, it sucks that he's re-aggravated uh, and is injured again, or they're saying he's injured, but um, I mean, like, legacy-wise for Kawhi, it's like, you came to Los Angeles to win a title. The Clippers, you know, who's never done anything ever in the history of ever anything. And uh, and they got Paul George, and it just hasn't happened. Like, how long is this experiment going to go? You know, like, it, <laughs> it's, it's not working. And I feel like that with Kawhi not playing, which, again, I couldn't believe how good they did with just Kawhi beating the Suns. Like, to me, the Suns aren't even that – I don't think they're that scary of a team at all yet because – of how the, the Clippers themselves right away. But, um, yeah, I just don't know if it's – Kawhi is kind of a different different dude, I feel like. He's a, a different kind of NBA star, you know what I mean? Like, he's more reserved. He's more to himself. So, we really don't know what's always going on in Kawhi Leonard's head. So, again, what's really going on? Is he injured? Is he not? I don't know, but uh, I just feel like – if he was playing, they would have a legitimate shot still to beat those Suns because he's really good in the playoffs, you know, if he plays. So it's just Jason, we don't have that quiet anymore. Jason, you want to take a stab at this for us? Yeah, I mean, the Clips, they're just – they made that run, what is it, last year the year before? But they're just you look at that roster it just doesn't look like a championship roster they got Kawhi and they got Paul George and that's kind of it like Eric Gordon's a decent scorer Westbrook Marcus Morris West now Westbrook I don't even know if you can count him because he came in late and he's just not they need like a, a number three guy. Who's their number three guy? Nick Batum? Like, no. You know, their third is highest anything, they're paid all tied player. Their third highest paid player is what? Eric Gordon at 19 million. Like, that's not a championship team. It just isn't. They need more. And if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who seem, you know, just as an outside looking in guy, like, they seem like pretty passive dudes that way. Who says they can't just play out the rest of their career in L.A. for the Clippers and just be there and, like, wait for the Clippers to actually get them some 
championship level help. Like they just, that's not a championship team. They had that hot run luck a few years ago, but that was a hot run. You can't do that every year. That's not, that's not sustainable. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think, uh, to, to me, the Clippers are a great regular season team. I I feel I they have the depth. They've got guys that have played playoff games before. They've got guys that have been in the league. But you need more than that in the playoffs. And when you're counting on Kawhi and Paul George, two guys that are, are historically – not reliable you can't count on that in the playoffs i guess that's my that'd be my answer to that question yeah i mean marcus morris that guy ain't getting any younger mason Plumley, same deal like everybody eric gordon westbrook mm-hmm. george everybody robert covington everyone's over 30 year old yeah yeah they so that team is getting older than younger. So I don't know. And how West, long, again, like you're gonna want to keep them around more, a couple more years because they're gonna they're getting old. I don't mm-hmm. know. Westbrook is is fine for like, like remember that Celtics team that had Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Kevin. Can't remember those guys? Or you know there was a yep, the Celtics team with mm-hmm. the big three. The big three. They also had Rajon Rondo and and. Russell Westbrook for this Clippers team would make sense uh, as a Rondo uh, big, type, but big perk, big perk was on that team from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just, yep. they just Rondo, need to yep. swap out some of these guys for different, <laughs> maybe some young, I mean, Terrence, Terrence Mann had that looked good when they were hot a couple years ago. So like, I don't know how he works in like, just get these guys like Marcus Morris and Mason Plumley like out of there. They're not the role players this team needs. They just need to. They need I, Eric Gordon. They don't need that guy. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really wants to go to the Clippers though. Too, that's mm. the thing. You know, like I mean, like years ago we thought the Chris Paul Blake Griffin that whole show was gonna do something special. DeAndre Jordan, you know. And, when they're young yeah. and all playing great together, and that didn't turn out to be anything. And well, they, they, had, like, okay, their, this... they had their chance. They had that famous uh, series against uh, the Westbrook and uh, Durant, and I believe Harden was still on the team, uh, Oklahoma City team, mm-hmm. and couldn't get it done there. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Either of you guys want to update your finals prediction? Because I still have, I said Warriors and Bucks before the season. And I'm still sticking with that because Uh, it is still viable. I'm Uh, sticking with the Mavericks. I'm sticking with the Mavericks. (laughs) 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 And everybody, this will be Jason's final podcast. <laughs> uh, J- uh, Jason, no. where, 
what where are you thinking these finals are going? Where we're sitting right now? Oh man, I'm gonna go. It's like the I want to say the Celtics are looking looking impressive, but it's Atlanta, and they're not a particularly good seven seed. So, at least not in my opinion. I gotta say it's still the Bucks, and I'm gonna. I gotta say, I gotta say Phoenix. I don't like it. It's gonna be Bucks, Bucks Suns again. I just feel it. Except Kevin Durant's gonna wear the right size shoes, probably, and Suns. <laughs> he better. <laughs> uh, ben, where are you thinking? I'm sticking with the Bucks too for the East. Um, just, I mean, it just has to get healthy, obviously, and I think that will happen. That will happen tonight, and they'll just continue on. Uh, the West, I mean, I'm going with the Kings still. Honestly, I still think that they're the most yeah. complete team. I know, I know they're young, um, but I think if they get past the Warriors, I don't think really for me any other team is that scary. You know, like the Nuggets are going to probably win that series. You know, Lakers and Grizzlies are not that that scary for the, the Kings. I don't. I mean, I just don't think any other teams. Maybe the Suns. It depends if the Suns finally get that rhythm and get hot and stay hot and have everyone just clicking, you know, on all cylinders and not playing a completely depleted Clippers team. Mm. <laughs> Which again, that should have been like a sweep in my mind if they're this good. Um, so maybe the Suns, but I think I, I think I'm going to take the Kings unless the Suns finally show me sometime that they're going to just you know, take over, which so far they haven't. All right. I like it. Um, I, to, to, to go to your point there, Ben, I think to, to me from where I'm sitting right now, the winner of that Kings Warriors series is going to represent the West. To, to just, yeah, that's I, just me, but yeah. We shall see. We've got a lot of basketball to play yet. Uh, anything else before we move on here, gentlemen? No, I think we're good. No, I think that's a good NBA rundown. That was a great NBA rundown, actually, for the record. All right. Uh, Jason, do you want to set us up for the big show of the week? Oh, I would us? love to. You must mean the NFL draft preview 2023. That would be the one. And uh, on top of that, uh, the news we've been waiting for, for a couple months, it seems like I have no idea how long it's been, but it seems like it's been a few months. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets trade was finally uh, consummated, consummated earlier today. Uh, <laughs> okay. God, just a wonderful word choice. <laughs> consummated. Uh, they take him to dinner beforehand, or <laughs> I mean, I'm they probably had a few dates yeah. from the timeline. The so. Sounds of it, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, ben, you want to take the first word here? Where Where are we sitting right now? For Rogers trade, 
Yes. I mean, we're sitting pretty. I think both teams are sitting kind of pretty in this whole trade because the Jets finally got a quarterback who can, you know, take him out of the gutters of the AFC East, basically, for the last, you know, 50-some years. Um, And then, you know, the Packers got a lot back in return that they needed. They got the 13th pick over the 15th now, which – Two picks is a huge deal right now in that in that first round. Um, getting that forty second pick in the second round is huge, and then I and then again having that pick next year. Rodgers plays sixty five percent or more of the games, or of the season. The second round pick goes to a first round pick. So I mean that's it's pretty good. I think I think both teams are benefit for uh, benefiting from us from it. I think we needed to finally get away from Aaron because it's just been too much, and it finally happened today. And I think. Uh, People rejoicing. It sounds like he's going to be wearing number eight in New York, not number twelve. So number eight. Be, Interesting. Be, okay. Yeah, he's going back to Cal. His Cal number was eight, so he's going back to Cal. Okay. Um, number, I guess. So yeah, I think it, it finally happened. I I I can't believe it finally happened. I felt like it's going to happen like the day before, kind of how we joked about after a podcast not too long ago. How was it going to happen at all? Because it's just there how Aaron. Is but it happened. Um, and good luck, Aaron, at that New York media and their fans. And you better succeed, or else, uh, you might you probably be a Viking the year after that. So, Jason, <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, yeah, I mean, you're gonna think... keep right, Brett Fire. Yeah, I, I love it. The last time, uh, a, a future Hall of Fame Packer quarterback played. For the Jets, the Dolphins won the division. So, there you go. and <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that was the last time they won the division. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady sounds broke his like leg it's time. Year, so, <laughs> uh, so I, I Shh, don't say that, dude. That second round pick. This year, yeah. I think, is the hottest part about that. I did not really expect that. That means, you know, that's just another piece for them, for the Packers to uh, help, you know, grab wh- whoever you want. Uh, like, grab, just grab an offensive lineman. Like, you could pick mm-hmm. something that's Tight going end. to, or somebody, yeah, somebody that's going to immediately Safety. help your quarterback, you know. I'm thinking oh, yeah. about Jordan. A receiver. Like, yeah. they need to get yes, yes, him. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have to be a receiver necessarily. They always say a, core, a tight end is, like you said, a tight yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Quarter, young quarterback's best friend. So, sure. I like that angle on it. You know, who knows what they'll do. But, uh, yeah, that that's the really hot part about it for me. I think that – and, you know – Jets get the Rodgers and good for them, I guess. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Dolphins are going to win the division this year. That's what that <laughs> means. So, uh, uh, hot, hot prediction, uh, Dolphins-Lions uh, Super Bowl this year. Ooh. Anyone want to go out on the limb with me? Love it. What are you, yeah. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no way. <laughs> If that happens, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Sorry, Jason, but I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too weird. The next no, I... universe must have intersected just right that time. <laughs> the Lions show up in a Super Bowl. 
But no, I I agree with both of you guys. I think that that uh, second rounder that we got was definitely the biggest part of the deal. Uh, tra- trading first, whatever, but that second rounder is huge, and I from everything that I have seen and I'm hearing the Packers are going to take a tight end either the first round or the second round. And I, I, so, okay. We'll get into this now. Uh, Rogers is finally uh jet. What we all expected. Um, I guess for me, like, yes, I'm sad Aaron Rodgers is not a Packer, but I guess I'm more relieved because I, I think everyone knew it was going to happen. I think everyone, most people wanted it to happen. And now that it has, we can move on. Uh, the way I want to set this up is um, I'm going to give the floor to both of you guys. Your your prediction for the top five of how this draft, which starts Thursday, is going to happen. And then I will do mine. So your prediction. Prediction for the top five. We won't go past that because the draft is just way too unpredictable. But uh, Ben, starting with you, how do you see the top five of this draft playing out? Well, uh, I think the first two people, the first two guys are going to go in this draft are going to be the quarterbacks. Um, and I know there's been a lot of talk of it's Bryce Young going first, is CJ Stroud going first. I think Bryce Young's going first overall. I just have a feeling that Carolina is set on him. Um, you know, he he is smaller than the average quarterback or the the typical NFL quarterback, but obviously he's proven himself. He's a good scrambler and accurate passer and whatnot. So I think he's going over overall number one, the Carolina Panthers, and then CJ Stroud would be going number two. Um, to the Texans. Um, and then after that, it kind of gets, for me, kind of gets iffy because I felt like a lot of, you know, Will Levis is out there as a quarterback as well, and I've heard a lot of his talk, but I just don't think he's going to be picked pretty high. Um, Anthony Richardson has been talked about too for quarterback, so those top four have been hearing a lot. Um, but I kind of think uh, at three – which I believe is the Cardinals this year. Yep. Um, that they're, I think they'll be taking Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama, the edge rusher. Um, I just think they, they, they need that. They need someone off the edge there since like J.J. Watt retired. And, again, they're just having a pretty good defense. Um, so I feel like they're going there. Uh, number four, I think – I think Anthony Richardson is going number four to the Colts. Um, I've, I've heard Jim Irsay talk about – how uh, they're looking for you know that next level quarterback. It's kind of funny how he's wasn't really on a radar until the combine and everything, and now it's just like his draft stock has gone way up. So I think honestly, 
it'd be better if he went to five to Seattle to have maybe Geno Smith, uh, more of a veteran quarterback to kind of piggyback off of because who does Indianapolis have right now as a quarterback? I don't even really know <laughs> off the top of my head uh, because every year they've gotten a veteran and then they've, they've, they've been gone, you know, like Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers. So, but yeah, so I think Anthony Richardson's going to go to four. And then I think Tyree Wilson, another adjuster from Texas Tech, will be in Seattle, number five. I know Jalen Carter was a big name, too, out there, possibly going number one overall, but I just know like his draft stock has dropped a lot, too, from just kind of not performing and then off the field issues. So, yeah, my top five is Young, Stroud, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson, and then Tyree Wilson. What do you? What's yours there, Jason? Well, I think you got it with Bryce Young. That seems that seems pretty easy. He's the most ready, right? He's the, he's the guy who's the most ready to go. I think CJ Stroud, he's, he, he's a year or two out. And I think Anthony Richards, Anthony Richardson's even, he's, I don't, he's a quite the athlete. Will Levis. I, I, I just, I don't know. He's a Kentucky quarterback. Forgive I don't trust me for him. not like <laughs> exactly him. like forgive me for not like thinking that he's a man. Anybody who puts like mayonnaise in his coffee is a guy I don't yeah, want to be my quarterback. No, no know? way. So Bryce Young is I, I agree with that. Number two, see, this is where it kind of gets interesting for me because I think that Houston really likes Davis Mills. And I think that, and I don't know that they will do this because I. Sometimes these picks, sometimes the Cleveland Browns pick Baker Mayfield number one overall. Like sometimes these things happen, and I can't predict that. But I think something like they pick Will Anderson at number two. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Cardinals looking at it like we we don't want any of these quarterbacks. They trade down, maybe even with like Indianapolis at number four, so that you know, or something dumb like that. Even though Indianapolis would be dumb to do it because they know the Cardinals don't. Or maybe uh, the Packers with their fancy draft picks can trade up to take like I don't know Paris Johnson or something. You know. This is where it gets interesting because I think Houston, even though I think they will take a quarterback and it'll probably be CJ Stroud, in my opinion, they, I don't think they necessarily need to, and they could get, they should, they could take Paris Johnson, you know, and really get something going and look for quarterbacks next year. (sighs) But they probably won't. They'll probably take a quarterback. The Cardinals will probably take Will Anderson. And then it gets interesting. I think the Colts are, you know, they'll they'll take Anthony Richardson, but I think that's stupid. Well, the Colts, <laughs> like, don't, make, the Colts don't, don't make very good decisions. Yeah, so they don't have. That's, what, that's why I said they're going to take that. That's what's going to happen because they just, Jimmer say just going after his heart, you know, or, or what he thinks and that's it. If the, it doesn't make sense. If the Matt Ryan experiment hadn't been such a catastrophic failure, yeah, 
Like if it had, you know, and they still were picking four somehow, if those, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> if there was some reason where it's like, oh, they, you know, stick with Matt Ryan, all this, then maybe you could take an Anthony Richardson. Cause then you got a guy holding down the fort well and can show mm-hmm. the new, show the new guy how to do the job, you know, you can get all that stuff going, but yeah, yeah. They, they should take a guy like uh, Paris Johnson. That's what they should do. And get bring Protect in whoever's back there. Yeah, get Jacoby Brissett or whoever yeah. the guy is that they could get, you know, whoever they're going to end up with. And just get it so they can run at that. I mean, they still have Jonathan Taylor, right? Like, they do got Jonathan Taylor from can, Home Improvement. Yep, they still yep. got him. So it, it's not like they don't got nothing, so to speak. So get something that, I don't know, turn it into a run first team. Like, do it that way. And yeah. then pass, pass, do option, pass out the screens, you know, like keep it simple, stupid kind of, you know, kind yeah, of football. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, yeah, but again, I, yeah, I think you're right. They're going to take Richardson at four, which is, they shouldn't, but they that's what will happen. Let a different team do that, you know, that has, yeah. yep, that's a little more ready to do that and then seattle i mean they want to end up with paris johnson or paris johnson jr i think they that's the one oh, they want absolutely you know they do so if that which makes it interesting with the number five pick and they got geno smith on a on a budget you know so it's they want that guy outside of that it's just like okay who's the best player available because they don't need whatever quarterbacks left over, probably Will Levis or something. They don't. Well, I've heard Hooker Henderson, a guy from Tennessee, though, I've heard a lot too. Not going maybe that high up, but just because he got his ACL injury, but he was projected high up too, which, again, having someone behind Geno Smith learning the ropes would be good. But that's true. Like you said, but like you said, to protect Geno now and maybe mm-hmm. get a quarterback down the another down the road or even farther down the draft, you might build a wilderness yeah, or something like that. Exactly, and get because like, who knows how the stock is or where he's going to get drafted. So yeah, it's yeah, possible. There's a guy in the second round they really like that they can work on with while they're winning games and making the playoffs with Geno Smith. That yeah. can happen, you know. So. Yeah, they want Paris Johnson bad. I could see them trying to trade up if they think maybe Houston's going to get snotty and not take a quarterback and mess this whole thing up for everybody. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at. Like, what people are saying makes sense to me for the top three. They take a quarterback and then, you know, Arizona takes the rusher, edge rusher, which all makes sense. When people... I've hear most people saying Richardson for four, which doesn't make sense to me, but it's the Colts, so of course they're gonna do it because it seems dumb. It's nothing against they... Anthony Richardson. He just needs work before he can really He's not ready. Yeah. And that's not his fault. It's just is no. what it is. And if he goes to the Colts, that's going to set him back years on his career if it even if it doesn't just ruin it. Yeah, if he has a career, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I think I think Richardson going to Seattle is his best case scenario because he can sit behind Gino for a year, two years, maybe if he has sure. to. Um, 
I'm going to actually take this another route. I'm going to go. This is my prediction for the craziest way this draft can go. Um, oh, well, if you'd asked me for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we, we, we can obviously discuss this after my top five here, but um, so craziest way this can go, Carolina is going to take uh, Richardson. That would be crazy. Would be one way to put that. That'd be a suicidal. Um, I think yeah. is the right word for that. Um, Frank, Indy, Frank, I don't know. <laughs> it, because of that, Indy is going to move up, trade up to number two to take Bryce Young. Uh, Arizona. Yeah, that's crazy. That would actually be Air- a pretty good idea. I, yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound like them, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the bad um, idea team. <laughs> Arizona is going to sit there. They're going to take Will Anderson. Um, Houston is going to not take a quarterback. They're going to take Jalen Carter, who I think, Ben, you mentioned is falling a little bit. Yeah. He's on. Uh, on right now on the mock draft compared to being number one overall, not too long ago. And, and then Seattle is going to take C.J. Stroud to sit behind. Uh, you know for a that. little for for a year. Yeah. And then Detroit is going to be sitting there, being like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they're going <laughs> to. They're going to take Tyree Wilson at, at six. That's my that's my craziest way this draft They're not going to take Bijan at six if all that happens? I, I, I mean, if we're going fully I mean, if you're crazy, going crazy, that would go be for it. probably yeah. the thing to do, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about how that would play out? Uh, that's certainly crazy. <laughs> and I mean, the draft, the mock draft people have been dead wrong some years. So, oh, I mean, yeah. you could, it could pan out something crazy like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly thought Packers taking Rashad Gary. I was like, what? what? What's going on? <laughs> At the time, like, huh? I've I mean, never I heard of that guy. Pretty good player. I've heard of him, but I was like, that was not anywhere. I mean, my favorite. My favorite draft ever was Christian Ponder, the Vikings at eight or whatever. <laughs> oh literally literally every person on the, every person who was reporting it were looking through the papers like I don't have anything on Ponder till the sixth <laughs> round or something like that. And I was like, that is great. And how did that work out, Minnesota? But yeah, so yeah, you never know. This could just turn out to be a crazy draft. Bijan Robinson could go number four overall to Indianapolis, so they could yeah. have two great bats. bats. <laughs> oh, you have no idea what Jim Mercer could do. Yeah. You know, like, there could be crazy things. So, who knows? I don't know. You could be completely right. It could be just uh, everything is just different, and uh, you know, whatever they say is the opposite. So we'll see on Thursday how this all shapes out. 
But if okay, so that that was my craziness. If we're honestly going how I th- how it should go or how I think it's going to go, I think Bryce Young is going to be number one to the Panthers. Um, I think Houston's going to take Shroud. I think Arizona's going to take uh, Will Anderson. I think Indy at that point is probably going to take Anthony Richardson. And I think Seattle, Jalen Carter is just sitting there falling into their laps at this point. So that's how I think it's going to go. But again, this is the NFL draft. Who knows what is going to, I mean, we got mm-hmm. three, three days to wait. So. And trades, there could be more trades or this whole top could be all different. <laughs> by Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so, any anything else we got to wrap up uh, before we sign off here, gentlemen? Oh, that was a good, pretty good NFL so. uh, draft rundown. Top five. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think we hit it all pretty, pretty well. So we hit right. everything, and there's nothing else to talk about ever again. About the NFL nope, draft, sports you, talk don't, <laughs> you don't have to listen to any other sports talk. Yeah, you just got everything you needed to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, one one thing I wanted to do before we uh, signed off here, uh, Packers are currently sitting at thirteen, uh, because of the trade. Uh, what what direction do you think they go? Do they go a tight end, which a lot of people think they're going to do? Um, do they get uh, Jackson Smith uh, from if he's Ohio there? State? If, he's <laughs> if he's there, there yes, yeah, so I think they go get. If he's at their team, he's still there. They get him for sure, no question asked. But okay. I don't think I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's going to go a little, a little earlier, honestly. So we'll see. Jason, what are you thinking? Yeah, if he's there, you got. I mean, you got to take him. That seems. Get him that guy. Otherwise, yeah. There's I, a lot I of tight ends, like we said, too. So yeah. that, I don't think they'll focus on that till maybe round two. Because yeah. they have two picks in round two now. So mm-hmm. And they could just say, yeah, burn one of those on whatever tight end they find the most appealing. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The tight end. Find <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I I don't think it's gonna be this. I I tend to agree. I think they're either gonna go tight end or if uh, uh, Jackson Smith is there, I think they'll take him at thirteen. Um, again, it's a very it's a very offensive tackle draft too, though. You know, like you know to have, which I know we always need more help. So that yep. can fall into place there too. Like Daniel Wright's a big name. This, this mock I'm looking at, Paris Johnson is sitting there at 14 going to oh. the pa- Patriots. That would be uh, – I, yeah, I think pro- that would be the way they now. should go. But Yeah. We'll see. There's so many opportunities. It will be hilarious if they pick up a receiver in the first round after all these years of never picking a receiver <laughs> pretty much ever. <laughs> so oh, that's the like – 
Hey, Man, thanks, they let... hey, Aaron Rodgers, we got this receiver for you. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, you're not here anymore. <laughs> well, here's a new toy for you, Jordan Love. Have fun. <laughs> yep. You go play nice now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So we have uh, uh, the draft coming up in a few days. We have. Uh, Ba- baseball early in their season we have the uh uh basketball and hockey playoffs going on right now uh i don't have it up right now either of you guys know do you guys have an update 31. for uh the bucks in front of you guys yeah 36 31 bucks two nine twenty nine in the second left so okay so yeah, uh, go Bucks. Uh, they have to get this one because you don't want to go down three one. And I don't. Giannis think looks determined, to, so he's got that look in his eyes today. So we'll see. That's it's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, we uh, again. It's April. All the sports are going on right now. Uh, Bijan. According to this, Mac is going to Bijan Robinson to the Chargers, which would be interesting because Austin Eckler is doesn't sound like he's going to be playing with them next year. Uh, so. Bijan Bijan only talked to the Eagles and the Buccaneers, and a lot of mock mock drafts have the Eagles taking him. So we'll see. I, I think the Eagles should take him. Yeah, because I, I know the Cowboys really wanted to, so that'll be another little. Ha, ha, yep. ha, 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 you know, type of thing. So we'll see. That's a he's a big ticket, B. John Robinson. So we'll see. Yes. All right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, anything else we got to talk to? Or what are what are we watching this week? I should say. Uh, ben, start with you. What are we watching this weekend? <clears throat> well, I mean, the draft is Thursday through. Saturday, so I'll obviously be paying attention to that a lot because, again, we just talked about the whole unpredictable will be is if it's with teams we don't root for or our team. So we're watching that for sure. So that'll, that'll probably be my uh, my thing to watch besides, you know, everything else going on. But what about you, Jason? What are you watching? I'm watching this Sacramento-Golden State game on Woo! Wednesday. Like, that's – oh, man, that's going to be – Light the beam. Yep. Beam me up. That's going to be a really telltale game for how the rest of the series is going to go. And maybe the West. Yep. What yeah. I'm, I, um, I guess I'm on top of everything. I'm looking at uh, specifically this. Uh, I I got to, I mean, I got I to gotta know what's going on tonight with the Bucks, And I think if they win tonight, they're going to win it win the series and uh again i'm looking at the philly and uh boston just absolutely beating the crap out of each other hopefully if that's how it goes uh and this next team is scary but if they i guess to, to me uh just seeing Hopefully the Bucks can move on here and Giannis can feel a little better. Uh, not how I wanted the playoffs to start, 
but we shall see. So, uh, other than that, uh, we have, uh, like I said, all the sports for you guys. It's April. It's uh, everything is going on right now. And uh, unless you guys got anything else, we will uh, sign off for now and uh, talk to you guys next week. Yes, that's right. Have a good night. Check up on walnutsn.com for updates. Watch the XFL. Yes. Take care, everybody. Their playoffs are starting uh, this week. Saturday and Sunday, I think. They're one game each or something like that. But yes. Yep. All right. Have a good night, guys. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Take care, everybody. Mm.